the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Without a vision, my people perish. Without a vision, my people are out of control. No regulations, doing what they want as they please. Without a vision, there is no fear of the Lord. Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. God's Word will stand. Everything that has been presented to mankind in the Word of God is true, accurate, and nothing in God's Scriptures will be changed. God did say that without a vision, my people perish. I hope everyone had a wonderful Mother's Day and uh, today. If we have time, we're going to cover as much as possible and what I feel is important for this week. I'm going to begin with... Yesterday was the 74th birthday of the nation of Israel. Israel, after almost 2,000 years, 1,900 plus years, came back into existence as a nation trading with the nations of the world once again. In the, in the scripture, for our time, there are two main nations that are spoken about, all the nations are really, in a sense, discussed, and the world in general, but there is going to be a, I guess you could say, like two athletes playing catch, and the two athletes, I'll say, will be the United States of America and the nation of Israel. America has international uh, trade with the nations. Israel, international trade with the nations. But America and Israel have a unique relationship. Without the United States of America, Israel would not have become a nation in 1948. It was the vote at the UN by the United States of America that was instrumental in Israel coming back into the world as a legitimate uh, society, nation that would trade with the nations and 
in the land that God gave her 3,000 years plus ago. The two main nations playing catch today in the world today, Israel and America. Russia is included, England, Egypt, the Saudi nations, Saudi Arab nations, the whole group. But Israel and the United States, they are the two nations, again, that are the focus of end-time prophecy. Seventy-four years ago, Israel becomes a nation. And from that point to today, the United States has had a, oh, we've had differences, but after, at the end of the day, the United States does basically work to protect Israel from her enemies and to keep Israel on a tight leash. That's the only way I can describe it. In uh, Isaiah chapter 36 and chapter 37, chapter 38 and 39 of Ezekiel, Israel is the focus of these chapters. The last two chapters, Ezekiel 38 and 39, the focus is the invasion of by a nation, Russia, with a company of nations, including Iran, that will attempt to invade Israel. That's in chapter 37 and 38 of of Ezekiel. Chapter 36 and 37 talk about Israel pre- 1948, before she became a nation, 36 and 37 are an introduction into uh, the years before and what God is going to do and what God has stated is going to happen with Israel just before she becomes a nation. I'm going to go over this as quickly as I can to lay a foundation. So, Ezekiel 36. Why is it important? I'm going to tell you why it's important right now so that I can keep your attention, that you will not drift away. America, at the end of the world, in the time prior to Christ's return, there will be, I'll tell you what, let me do this. Let me go to Matthew I'm going to go to Matthew uh, chapter, let me see, what are my notes here? This is very important. Matthew chapter 1, verse 17. This is very important. I am going to, without a vision, God's people perish. With a vision, God's people will become attentive to what the Holy Spirit is speaking in their time. And right today, 
the Holy Spirit is speaking to the nations of the world, but he is speaking specifically, directly, to his seven churches. And the seven churches of God are tangled in the cultures of the societies of this earth. And in America, all seven churches are entangled, entwined with our culture. And this culture is so powerful, without the Holy Spirit, you are going to be caught. You're going to be shackled. You're going to be stuck in quicksand. You're not going to move forward. What will break that bondage and the restrictions and what holds you back as a Christian is vision. Vision will, it's like cold water hitting you and making you take a deep breath and all of your senses, you're attuned to everything. You know something just happened and your whole being has come alive to filter and figure out what just occurred. This is what prophecy does to God's people. But the men of the land, many of the pastors of the land, the men who are to give direction to the body of Christ, called by God to give direction, the culture affects them. And their own calling can affect them too. We are called to build a kingdom, to be members of a kingdom, to further a kingdom. But individually, responsible people in the body of Christ, they only gravitate, you might say, in their thinking to their own little work. And that can be a big hindrance. It doesn't give them an, an overview of the collective, of the family of God, how the whole family works together. But once revelation and vision comes, vision is vital for a healthy church, for a healthy family. Vision is all important. When Christ came, he presented to his people who he was. And it took a while, but eventually they began to understand the disciples. They began to see the big vision. They realized Israel's Messiah, the prophecies about Messiah, were being fulfilled. And the disciples were involved with the Messiah. They were part of that vision in the Old Testament given to the children of Israel through the prophets. Without a vision, the people perish. Matthew chapter 1 verse 17 Isaiah, or I'm sorry, Matthew is going through the book 
of the generation of Jesus Christ from the son of, uh, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Okay, from the time of Abraham to the time of King David. So all the generations, verse 17, from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Now, I'm going to read you something. Israel became a nation in 1948. From the time Israel became a gener uh, 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 from the time Israel became a nation to the present time, there have been thirteen presidents in the United States of America to this time, excluding Joe Biden. He is not the current president. Donald Trump is still the President of the United States of America. Dinesh D'Souza, about a week ago, his documentary, 2,000 Mules, came out. Christians, you, shouldn't, you, you need to see this. This is prophecy. It's prophecy about the seventh king, the riddle of the seven kings, in Revelation chapter 17. <clears throat> you need to see this documentary. The just by the mail-in ballot, what occurred is proof that Donald Trump, hands down, won the election. It was taken. He legally, according to the Constitution, because this has been found out, he is the president still. From the time Israel became a nation, Harry Truman, Dwight Eisenhower, John Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, William Clinton, George Bush Jr., Barack Obama, the 13th president was Donald J. Trump. The last president, according to Rome, uh, Revelation chapter 17, the eighth king will be the 14th president of Israel from the time that Israel, or I'm sorry, the 14th president of America from the time that Israel became a nation. There will only be 14 legitimate presidents of the United States of America. 14. Legitimate. Donald Trump is the 13th still legitimately in his position, though he doesn't reside in the White House. The 14th president will be Barack Obama. I'm presenting it to you. There will be 14 presidents 14 administrations, or 14, yes, 14 presidents of the United States of America. 
to the time of Christ's second return. Barack Obama will be the last, the 14th president of this country. He will be the last. Now, let's do something differently. Israel became a nation. The first prime minister of Israel, David Ben-Gurion, number two, Moshe Sharet, the third, Levi Eshkol, the fourth, Golda Meir, the fifth, Yitzhak Rabin, the sixth, Menachem Begin, the seventh, Yitzhak Shamir, the eighth, Shimon Perez, the ninth, Benjamin Netanyahu, the tenth, Ehud Barak, the eleventh, Ariel Sharon, the twelfth, Ehud Olmert, and the present Prime Minister of Israel is Naftali Bennett, number thirteen. From the time of Israel becoming a nation, Thirteen presidents in the United States of America to this very day, which is the day after the 74th birthday of Israel as a nation. And from the time Israel became a nation to this very day, there has been 13 prime ministers. Some prime ministers had two terms or three terms. You've had some presidents that have had two terms, other presidents one term. Regardless, God is speaking to the United States of America and to Israel. God is speaking through these two nations. Fourteen generations from the time Israel becomes a nation to the final president of the United States of America, and then judgment will come. Fourteen generations, probably, the way I'm looking at it, there's going to be another person following Neftali Bennett. It could very well be, on Israel's side, there will be fourteen generations to the return of their Messiah. Without a vision, the people perish. You don't have to believe me about Barack Obama. I'm not going to force you to believe that. But I'm going to tell you, you better pay attention to the politics, Christians, in this country. The Christians, some of the, some of the churches, they don't watch what happens in history. They don't, they're in the in their assemblies, they're in their little spheres that are protected from the outside world, which we need to be protected from the cosmos, from the world of the devil. But we need to look at history. History is the way that God takes what occurs in the nations and compare it to what is stated in the scripture you compare the two. It's like laying an overlay over a map. The two should match. 
This is no coincidence. And I say, this prophet says Barack Obama will be the final president of this country and then ju the judgment of America will come. I know that Christians do not want to hear this. No one wants to hear it. But God's focus is on His overcomer people. His focus is on that, that group within the seven churches called the overcomers or those who get the victories over the machinations of the devil and the society. God's purpose is to direct it at the overcomers of in his body. And this word may not be for everybody. But this prophet says God's purpose is to wake up the residue of his people. Isaiah said that there was a remnant. Then Isaiah said, as he went on in his ministry, then he said, there will be a small remnant. So he saw a remnant. Then he had to filter it down to a small remnant. Then he concludes by saying, there's going to be a residue. Just a residue. The whole purpose of God, everything in this world presently, is for the residue, this group, a small percentage in the total of all of God's family. God's, all of God's work is for that residue. Everything is for the residue. The Holy Spirit is pouring Himself out on the church as a whole, on the family of God as a whole. But he's having to strive. He's having to fight with the flesh of the believers. The Holy Spirit is in a, engaged in a, in a wrestling match, in a tussle. And God's people, do I want the best of the world, or do I want the best of what God has through His Holy Spirit? The war is between the spirit and the soul and the flesh. The spirit and the flesh. This word that I'm giving is for the whole body. It's for all the believers. All who can hear. But I know that not everyone has an ear to hear. Regardless, God's word is not going to return to him void. This prophet says there will be 14 generations, 14, I'm sorry, not 14 generations, there will be 14 presidents in the United States of America. And then America will be judged. From the time that Israel becomes a nation to the time of the judgment of America, 14 different presidents. Barack Obama being the last. Again, you don't have to believe me. I'm not wrestling. I'm not wrestling. I, I know what I'm wrestling against. I'm wrestling against 
the powers in the air that keep God's people from seeing. But Israel, also to this time, since she became a nation, 13 different presidents or prime ministers. You believe in coincidences, I don't. I do not believe in coincidences. I know what the Bible says, and I know what God has instructed His prophets, how He's instructed them. The prophets do not believe in chance. They do not believe in accident. Everything has a plan. Uh, there's a plan and a purpose behind, behind, uh, behind all things under heaven. A time and season for everything. One of these presidents of Israel is going to the 14th president, maybe. I don't know if it's going to be Naftali Bennett. But one of these prime ministers of Israel is going to sign an agreement with the final president of the United States of America that will begin the tribulation. Without a vision, the people perish. God is going to wake his people up. Rick Rodriguez, I'm not upset with you. I know the forces of darkness and how they work. We'll be back. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Does Shapes Concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Shapes Concrete do patios? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviro Shapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or enviroshapes at gmail.com. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. 
You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. Hey, hey, yes, yes you. you. Be sure to listen to Faking the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media-level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360 KHNC.com. Well, we're at the second half of the first hour. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Again, I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The podcast for today's program is on 1360khnc.com. My mailing information, contact information, is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. What I'm presenting to you Uh, is the two great view the the the, the way in which God speaks to his cheat, uh, his people, especially in our time, is to in your view you have to see Israel as being a, an important vital the most important part of God's plan with each Israel and America being a vital part of God's plan for the nations internationally. I, I know that, that uh, people feel that Joe Biden is the president. You can have that view. You can hold that view. It's okay. But Revelation chapter... 14, or let's see, 14, 7. Oh boy, uh, chapter 17, I'm sorry. Revelation chapter 17, verse 10 states that there will be a riddle, a riddle of seven kings, and Joe Biden is not in that riddle. There is Donald J. Trump, and the one who replaces Donald Trump, Trump, who was the sixth king. The sixth king will be the eighth king. He takes a hop right over Donald Trump and comes back into his a new administration. 
You don't have to believe me, but you're not going to forget what I'm telling you. And if you watch the news, you're going to see the gopher come out of the hole and begin to take a little look and a little sniff, and he may go back into the hole for a little bit, but eventually he's going to come out, he's going to be front page news again. You don't have to believe me. But eventually, the United States and Israel are going to sign an agreement together. The president of the King of Babylon, America, and the nation of Israel are going to sign an agreement. That agreement will begin the seven-year tribulation. We are in the time before the tribulation. We're in the time of birth pains and sorrow. We're not in tribulation. It's just birth pain and sorrow. Tribulation is going to be much different. I begin with this to, like the Lord says, without a vision the people perish. My people perish. My people stay at a distance. God wants His people now to mentally wake up to look at the facts, to look at the world from a different perspective, with a different view, and then individually, collectively the whole church needs to wake up. Collectively the whole church needs to discuss this, these matters. But then it comes down to an individual choice. We can, we do work with those around us. But eventually, the way the principles of the scripture, the principles are that eventually it is every individual with a relationship of the God who has purchased them with a price that owns them. It is an individual matter. We can't look and when Christ returns, we can say, well, Lord, I listened to this person and he deceived me. The Lord said, yeah, you did listen to that person, but you, I've told you to study the scriptures. Your soul is your own responsibility. You can't put your soul into the hand of another person. You have to, with other people, <clears throat> you have to, to, uh, like I stated last week, inspect those who are, are helping you grow in Christ to make sure that their conduct is what it's supposed to be, that their walk with the Lord is intact. I, which I know that... Um, over the years, I've worked with pastors and people that were in ministry, and they their conduct wasn't the conduct uh, in Timothy, the book of Timothy. Paul told Timothy, for those who are going to be bishops and deacons, there were certain requirements of conduct. And one husband, the, the, the uh, husband of a wife, 
and I don't have it in front of me. I should read. I should take time to read it, but I don't have it in front of me. But anyhow, there were requirements. In the past, there were friends or others that had been in ministry that had gotten entangled or they had affairs and they disqualify themselves from positions of authority. But in America, in American churches, with the members of the congregations, because they don't know the Bible and they don't know the requirements that Paul placed upon those who are going to be leaders in the body of Christ because they don't know the scripture they allow people that have been divorced caught in sins to continue to uh, to, to their, they continue Ted Haggard in southern Colorado I know what the scripture says I know that in my understanding of the scripture Haggard uh, this man is disqualified from positions of authority in the body of Christ but those that still continue to be part of his ministry it's okay live and let live you know this is America you can you know we have a you know we have freedom no in America we have freedoms but scripturally speaking no people that are caught men that are caught in infidelity or in any type of evil they're disqualified the Bible says they're disqualified but in America we are twisted in our understanding of what the scripture says and we allow these things to happen well the apostles didn't they pointed them out and they told the believers in the assemblies don't have anything to do with them but this is America this is the evangelical churches in America that I, I, I'm a member, a member of and I, I have to scratch my head. I think, how can these people allow this? Uh, a pastor gets into trouble. Other pastors get together and they say, well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to work with you for a year and pray for you and then we'll restore you to your ministry. You've had an affair, and uh, but your wife has forgiven you and your children have forgiven you. We're going to work with you for a year and we're going to restore you to ministry. Well, I would just tell all those other pastors that are going to restore that person to ministry, you better go get the Bible. You better start reading the Word. You better see what the Word says. No, you don't restore that man to ministry. You restore him in his marriage, in his relationship with his children. But no, he's disqualified. He is not to be ever again in a position of authority over the souls of men. He is conduct. He doesn't have the integrity. He's brought shame to the name of Jesus Christ. Shame to the body of Christ. To the office of uh, whatever office he had. No way. 
We're a messed up church. I say that the churches in America, we're dysfunctional. <clears throat> we're dysfunctional. We are dysfunctional because we don't follow the strict conduct, the regulations in the Bible. If, if I were to have an affair, I know. I will tell you what happens. These men that have been caught in these type of situations, the spirit has departed from them. Just like with what happened with Saul, the spirit departed. It wasn't coming back. Paul, Saul was not going to be used by God anymore. He was going to be, he would remain in his position until David, until God worked things out to put David in the position to replace Saul. And even David, he waited. <coughs> Excuse me. He waited until the time when God knew it was the perfect time to put him in and Saul uh, was removed from the picture. <coughs> Pardon me. No. The Spirit of God, when a man gets caught in this type of conduct, and it's evil, the Spirit of God departs. It leaves him. Now, the person can be successful because he has a certain dynamic. He's charismatic. He has a group of people behind him. He is he has great intellect, great abilities in, in uh, you know uh, communication. But I'll go I'll go to what Paul said in the book of Galatians, three three I think it was. If you begin in the spirit, in your Christian life, you begin in the spirit. Are you going to be perfected in the flesh? These men that begin in the spirit and they fall from, they, they make these kind of mistakes, are they going to be perfected in the flesh? And, and if, they are remain, if they remain in these positions of authority, the people in those assemblies are going to be perfected after the spirit of that individual. If he can get away with conduct, whether it be drugs, or whatever it may be, sexual sins, then the people in that assembly, they think, well, I guess it's acceptable with him. I guess I can do it too, and it'll be all right. Well, biblically, it's not all right. The Holy Spirit will depart from you also. I've seen men, one of my former men that was a pastor, he divorces his wife, ends up with another woman, and he still thinks that he has the Spirit of God on his life. No, he didn't. And eventually he got sick because of his sins. And eventually I have a dream, and I have in my dream, he comes to visit me. And I thought, well, that, that is, it was so real. About two months later, I get a phone call. Hello, Rick. You know who this is? 
And I had to really struggle to, I said, well, um, he said, come on, you know who I am. I said, well, after about 20 seconds, I said, well, I, your voice is familiar, but I, I don't recognize. He says, come on, come on. I said, well, uh, well, then he tells me who he is. I thought, oh, man. I said, I haven't talked to you for years. He said, well, the reason I'm calling, he said, I'm, I'm sick, and I wanted to visit with you and talk to you about some things. And we got together for lunch. He had a, a bad situation, and I would pray for him. I would go out and pray for him. And uh, then I find out, he. then I start to realize that he'd been involved with all kinds of evil. And I went out to pray for him one night. I'm on a prayer drive in the evening, in the wintertime, 8 o'clock, driving north on I-25. I get up toward the Windsor exit. I'm praying, praying, trying to get a flow, trying to get the anointing. And for 15, 20 minutes, I'm just saying, Lord, what, what is your will? What is your will? What do you want? Should I? How do you want me to pray? He's ill. Can you want to save him? Do you want to re, re, uh, heal him? What do you want to do? I got up by the Windsor exit going north, and the Lord said, take the exit, go back home. And uh, it stunned me, and I got off at the exit, and I turned west to go over the interstate, and I said, Lord, the Lord, I just felt the Lord told me, don't intercede for him. You don't need to intercede for him. I'm taking him home. Two weeks later, I get a phone call. He died. You may think the matter... Some may think that this matter of the spirit lifting off of the life of an individual is um, doesn't it, it can be taken lightly. You don't need to treat it's not not that important. I'm telling you, a man in a position of authority, when the spirit is no longer upon him, and he has a following. He's not only deceived, but the following is deceived too because they don't know the Scripture. If anything like that would happen to me, I tell you right now, the Spirit of God would lift off of my life and without the Holy Spirit, I would be miserable. Uh, my ministry would be over. There'd be no reason for me to even be here because the love of God would still be on me. God's forgiveness would still be on me, but I would not have the authority or the Spirit of God upon my life ever again. This is what the American Christians don't understand about what happens to these men that do things in the Spirit Ichabod. We'll get back in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams.
This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Sunday, 9 to noon, for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. During the week, I host the Present Truth, weekly Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3, and the podcasts are also on 1360khnc.com. Assuming that I'm correct, there will be 14 generations from the time that Israel, or I'm sorry, not there, well, there will be 14 different presidents from the time that Israel became a nation to the final president of America, Barack Obama. 
14 different individuals. And from the time Israel became a nation in 1948 to this time in America, Donald Trump is number 13. In Israel, you have had 13 different prime ministers. And the present prime minister is Naftali Bennett. 13 and 13, following a path identical. Ident uh, it's an identical, identical, unbelievable, not accident matter, situation. From Israel becoming a nation, nation, 19, at 74 years ago, 74 years ago, they've had 13 different prime ministers. We've had 13, up to Donald Trump, different presidents of this country. Barack Obama will be number 14. 14 is a very important number. There were 14 generations from the time of Abraham to the time of King David. 14 generations from the time of King David to the time that Israel was carried away into Babylon. From the time that Israel was carried away into Babylon to the time of Christ, 14 generations. Are there going to be 14 generations to the time that Christ returns and the judgment of America? Yes. I say yes. Are there going to be, not generations, presidents? Yes. Are there going to be 14 prime ministers of Israel to the time of Christ's return? Uh, it looks like it. Neftali Bennett may not be the one that's going to sign the agreement with Barack Obama. It may be that, Ariel, that, uh, that Benjamin Netanyahu may come back one final time. I don't know. We're going to have to see. But the main thing is this. The Lord gave me the verse. Without a vision, my people perish. And my duty, the prophets, are the way in which I'm going to open the eyes of my people so that they fear me. So, we're going to be back for hour two in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez, 1360KHNC.com for podcasts. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was in Arapahoe County Court Friday morning after an incident involving his longtime girlfriend with whom he shares a one-month-old daughter. Judy had been arrested Thursday for the alleged misdemeanor second-degree criminal tampering, but with a domestic violence enhancer attached, even though there had not been any violence. The woman told the judge Friday she'd like to see the charge dropped. Court documents say Judy locked the girlfriend's wallet, their daughter's medical paperwork, and her baby formula in his car. The woman told deputies she'd been trying to leave to move back to Virginia but couldn't go without those things. She asked in court to drop the charges, saying she never felt threatened and there was no physical contact. Judy's due back in court on the 31st of this month. From the team standpoint, Coach Nathaniel Hackett says the squad's simply going to move forward from the incident and learn from it.
Colorado's COVID-19 numbers have been increasing slightly the last few weeks. The state health department said Friday you can expect those figures to keep increasing and possibly in a big way moving into summer. The state says the newest Omicron subvariant is driving Colorado cases at the moment. It's more infectious, but health officials note the state's overall immunity is also higher. Current modeling shows Colorado could see as many as 8,000 new cases a day by early June. Right now, the average is about 2,500 new cases a day. As of now, the state doesn't expect the new wave to overburden hospital systems. The state continues to be extremely dry heading towards summer, and there are more wildfires. A new one started burning near Durango last night. Durango Fire Rescue says the Ute Pass fire had consumed about 30 acres, no containment. However, evacuation orders were also lifted late Friday evening. Firefighters in Teller County dealing with a much larger blaze, also no containment on the High Park fire that started Thursday afternoon and has burned more than a square mile. A Colorado Springs man's facing criminal charges for starting one of Thursday's southern Colorado fires. He's accused of touching off a blaze that damaged several fences, burned more than 25 acres. More from sports, the Avalanche starts its second series of this year's NHL playoffs against the St. Louis Blues in the coming week, but somehow it's still not clear whether Game 1 at Ball Arena will be played Monday or Tuesday. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Have you discovered life in the passenger seat with modern amenities, big discounts for seniors, and door-to-door service options? Oh, public transit is not what it used to be. Comfortably travel across the state or just across town while enjoying Wi-Fi, the view, and the stress-free experience. Caretakers can ride at no additional cost. Learn how easy it is to give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> If you want to update your home, it's time to consider a cash-out refinance from American Financing so you can fund renovations, upgrades, whatever you need. It's a no-pressure lending experience that's focused on you, and they never charge upfront fees. If you start soon, you could skip two payments and make close in as fast as 10 days. 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. <laughs> Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Does Enviroshape's concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Enviroshape's concrete do patios? 
We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviro Shapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or enviroshapes at gmail.com. Welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I founded my uh, Olive Tree Ministry 2001. Continuing, I began to, I wanted to uh, begin with Isaiah 36 and Isaiah 37, Israel becomes a nation because Israel uh, is going to be the focus of an attack by Russia and a group of nations in about, oh, eight, nine years, maybe, not, not nine years, with a little over seven years before the Battle of Armageddon. Before the army, the Battle of Armageddon, seven years plus maybe six months earlier, Russia is going to be defeated, destroyed with enemies. Iraq, I'm sorry, not Iraq, Iran and another group of nations when they invade Israel to the east side of the Jordan River. And then shortly thereafter, Israel... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, then Israel, yes, actually right after the Russian war I believe that is when Israel will sign an agreement with America and the agreement is spoken of in Daniel 9.27 and Isaiah chapter 28 verse 15 and 18 in Isaiah, it is called a treaty with death and hell. In Daniel 9.27, it is a covenant. And I believe that the purpose behind this treaty covenant agreement is once Russia is destroyed, Iran and all the other nations are destroyed, Israel will only have one threat. There will be no there'll be no threats in the Middle East any longer because before the battle of Gog and Magog, the the uh, the uh, Russian war, before that war, Israel will have had conflict and wars with the surrounding Arab nations. It will be uh terrorists to remove the terrorists from these surrounding areas of Israel in the Gaza Strip to the south and the west terrorists in Lebanon in Syria especially Damascus Damascus will be destroyed then also 
the uh, groups in Jordan, the nation of Jordan. Israel is going to be victorious in all of these wars, destroy Damascus forever. Then after that initial series of wars, then, Israel, then Russia will come with the other nations. In Ezekiel chapter Ezekiel 37 and 38. Ezekiel 36, 37 talk about Israel before she becomes a nation and all that God has to do to make her a nation. There's another hidden prophetic sign in these verses. I'm going to read them quickly. I don't want to get into the depth because it will take hours. But Ezekiel 36, Son of man, prophesied to the mountains of Israel, say, <coughs> You mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is before Israel becomes a nation. Thus says the Lord God, because the enemy has said to you, Aha, and the ancient heights have become our possession. Prophesy and say, Thus says the Lord God, Yes, because they made you a desolation. They snapped after and crushed you from every side so that you became the possession of the rest of the nations and you became the talk and evil gossip of the people. So Israel is scattered to the nations. Therefore, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to the, mountain and the, to the mountains and the hills, to the ravines and valleys, to the desolate wastes and the cities that are forsaken, that have become a prey and derision to the rest of the nations that are round about. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Surely in the fire of my hot jealousy have I spoken against the rest of the nations and against all Edom, who have given to themselves my land with wholehearted joy, with uttermost contempt, that they might empty it out and possess it for a prey and a spoil. Prophesy, therefore, concerning the land of Israel, Say to the mountains, to the hills, to the ravines and valleys. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and my wrath, because you have suffered the shame and reproach of the nations. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I have lifted up my hand and sworn, Surely the nations that are round about you shall themselves suffer shame and reproach. But you, O mountains of Israel, shall shoot forth your branches and your yield your branches and yield your fruit to my people Israel for they are soon to come home they are soon to come home this is before 1948 it was already being fulfilled in the late 1800s early 1900s behold I am for you I will turn you you shall be tilled and sown Israel, the land is going to come alive again, just like the people are going to come alive when they return. The land itself is going to come alive. I will multiply men upon you, the whole house of Israel. Now, now, now listen to this here. This is important. Jacob had 12 children. One of the children, Dan, is replaced by jo Joseph's son, Manasseh. Dan is not in the book of Revelation chapter 7 named among the children of Israel. Dan is the 13th 
and is a forsaken tribe. Now here it says, I will multiply men upon you, the whole house of Israel, meaning Judah, Israel and Judah, all of the twelve children, not just a group, not just a segment, not three or four of the twelve, but all of the twelve. All of these families will eventually reside in the nation of Israel once again. All of the twelve families are residing in Israel presently. I, If I'm correct, and I think I am, there are these families, all of them being represented at the Knesset in one way or the other. Through the priests, through the, the new Sanhedrin, but the whole house of Israel. Many say that there is no way you can prove that these, these tribes, these families even exist. I say they exist because the Bible says they exist. I believe what the scripture says, the whole family, the whole house of Israel, even all of it, the cities shall be inhabited, the waste places shall be rebuilt. I will multiply you, I, I'm sorry, and I will multiply upon you man and beast, they shall increase, be fruitful. I will cause you to be inhabited according to your former estate. I will do better for you than at your beginnings. You will know, understand, and realize that I am the Lord who calls forth loyalty and obedient service. Yes, O mountains of Israel, I will cause men to walk on you, even my people Israel. They shall possess you, they shall be, and you shall be their inheritance. You shall no more after this bereave them of children for idle sacrifices. So, 36, God is making it very clear. Israel is going to return and the land is going to revive. The land itself will have a revival. The children of Israel will once again live in their land and they're going to prosper. And the Lord says in verse 23, I'm going to vindicate my holiness of, of, of my great name and separate it for its holy purpose from all that defiles it. Even in spite of the apostate, uh, the apostasy in Israel today, God still, His name, is, his, He's presenting Himself as a holy God, as an all-powerful God, as a God who keeps His covenants, and as a God who protects his people. He made promises to the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he is keeping, and to Jacob, he's keeping those promises. The nations will know and understand and realize I am the Lord. When I set apart, when I shall be set apart by you and my holiness vindicated in you before the, their eyes and yours, for I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, bring you into your land. This happened in 1948. 
they became a nation, but they'd already begun to occupy the land prior to that. Verse 25, I will sprinkle clean water on you. You shall be clean from all your uncleanness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart will I give you, and a new spirit will I put in you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you, cause you to walk on my statutes, and you shall heed my ordinances and do them. Now these verses are talking about in the future, <coughs> not only from the time she becomes a nation, but also moving into the time where Israel is restored in the millennial kingdom. So it's, it's a progressive. He's going to save them from all their uncleanness, and they're fruitful already. But in the millennial kingdom, the fruitfulness and the blessing upon the land of Israel, that nation is going to flourish. The people will be righteous. They will give glory to their God the way that God always desired. And the land will turn into another Garden of Eden. And at that time, they're going to basically, they won't, they will remember, and they will know who their God is. Now, in chapter 37 of Ezekiel, it's funny the way the Lord put together these four chapters. 36, 37, 38, 39. 36, 37, he is to his testimony. He's giving a second, a dual thought. That in 36, you're my people, you're going to be established, your land is going to be, is going to flourish. 37, it's a continuation, expounding on 36. Just like chapter 38 and 39, talking chapter 37, talking, or 38, talking about Russia. And then chapter 39 of Ezekiel, also talking about Russia. Both chapters talking about her destruction. Both chapters talking about how God is going to make his name great. And there's going to be a great uh, slaughter of the enemies that have come to take over the land of Israel. Russia. All of the nations that come with Russia. Iran. Lebanon. I'm sorry, uh not Lebanon, uh, Libya and Ethiopia from North Africa. There's going to be a great battle and there's going to be great destruction. And Israel is not going to have to worry about surrounding nations or dis distant nations in Asia or Central Asia. This is why, <clears throat> before I forget, when Israel signed an agreement with the president of this country, Barack Obama, Israel is basically going to say, we want America to make an agreement. Now that Russia is out of the way, America has the opportunity and the military strength and is powerful enough to move into all of the Middle East, especially Russia, especially Israel, 
Israel has that great coastline on the eastern Mediterranean, desirable for America's plans. America will be the great hammer of the world, according to Jeremiah 51 and 50. Israel's th- the threat to Israel is not going to be Russia, Iran, Arab nations. The threat to Israel will be the United States of America. I feel that Israel will say, listen, Barak, agree that you will not invade Israel. We make an agreement. We The agreement that we're going to make is you move your forces throughout all the Middle East, destroy Egypt, move into uh, Saudi Arabia, Syria, Lebanon. You go take over all these territories, but do not invade Israel. Promise us you will not invade and occupy Israel. And they'll make the agreement. That is Ezekiel, I'm sorry, that is Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15, the treaty with death and hell. That agreement starts by itself only. The only reason the tribulation starts, what we focus on, what we see as Christians, that agreement between Barack Obama and the nation of Israel, that begins the seven years of tribulation. I know this may be too much for you. I have had to consider for a long time when do I present what I'm presenting today. And some people like to... You you can't take people, young people, anybody... You can't give them a 200-pound man. You can't give him a 200-pound weight, 200-pound barbell, barbell, and have him just begin to work, lift it. He has to work up to it. He starts with 50 pounds, 60, 70, 80. Little by little, he can get strong enough to eventually lift his own body weight. It's the same principle with God's children and prophecy. Eventually, little by little, the Lord presents the truth to His people. But then there comes a time when, because the, well, because of what's happening in the world internationally, there comes a time when the Lord has to move a little quicker, a little faster. And as difficult as it may be to even think and to consider, still, God promises that He will warn His children what is coming. They have to be warned. In the body of Christ, the whole family is not going to respond to this kind of a message. But in that family there are going to be a vast majority that are going to hear it and 
understand it, but they don't know how they're going to transition. How do you transition from just, you know, one day you're just going about your way, and then all of a sudden some, like one day, I get a phone call from a friend. Turn on the radio, turn on television, quick, quick. And here we have the Twin Towers on fire. Going, whoa, transitioned from getting up, planning my day, boom, watching the Twin Towers, and then we were living in the country, and here you can hear this jet, these jets in the air in the front range of Colorado, flying (coughs) to the east side of our location, north toward Cheyenne. Next thing, they're flying between our location south along the front range, right along, just above the the, the front, the, the mountains. Then they make a loop down to Colorado Springs, back up to Cheyenne. Colorado Springs, Cheyenne, Denver. We transitioned, boom, that quick, that quickly. What I'm presenting to you, I just feel like the Lord is saying, they need to know, my people need to know, they're not going to like it, it's going to be difficult, but at least they know they can begin to transition. They can begin to start to consider and to put a put the brakes on everything that's happening in your lives began to slow down because things are changing and you don't want to be hasty in the decisions you have to make you want to make decisions knowing the What's the word? Um, Seeing what's before you. Knowing what's coming. If you know there's a flood coming, you get out of the flood zone. But if you're not warned about a coming flood, and you're in the flood zone, you're going to be a victim. Israel was scattered, was a victim to the nations. And God said, I'm going to end you're being a victim. You're going you're gonna to be restored in your own land. And your land is going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. My name is going to be <clears throat> glorified. We have the Holy Spirit. We, because of the power of the Holy Spirit, nothing is impossible. We can transition. We're, we have the Holy Spirit. We pray for wisdom. God gives us the wisdom. Because all of us are going to... <coughs> we're all going to make changes in our lives. And now we can see that the changes are necessary, more necessary now than before. If you see the future, you can choose wisely what you're going to do. I'm going to say something that is maybe difficult. I've had to think about it for a while. In the book of Luke 21, Lord said that 
in the end days, people are going to be uh, eating and drinking, giving in marriage, divorcing, remarrying. They're going to have children. Everything is going to the society. Everything is just as normal. But then he warns that woe to those in Matthew 24 that are nursing and that are pregnant in that time. And he's talking about in Israel that are going to have to flee to the east side of the Jordan River. But I say to the Christian people, you young people that are just married, the way of, of, of just the way we do things, we just, you marry, you plan to have children, I would really pray, because if you bring children into this world with the condition that this society is gone, it's going to be difficult. You're going to really need the Spirit of God to help you in the weeks, months, and years to come. I have been talking to relatives. Do not have children wait. And some have agreed. Others are having children. This is difficult, but as a pastor, as a shepherd, I warn this family, be careful. We'll be back, Rick Rodriguez. Learn how public bail bonds policy affects crime and get all of your bail bonds questions answered by tuning in or calling in to Bail Talk Sundays from 1 to 3 right here on the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC. Hey, my name's Jariah with Performance Restoration Dent Repair. We're a family-run business located in downtown Longmont. We specialize in hail repair, door dings, creases, large dent repair, and ceramic coatings. If you're interested, give us a call at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com. Again, call us at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. 
To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus As always, I have what I want to present for the day, but as always, the Holy Spirit will come in and have me uh, maybe take a little, just a little rabbit trail, but I still have the direction I want to go. Ezekiel 36 and 37 are talking about Israel becoming a nation. Ezekiel 38 and 39 talk about Russia two chapters about Russia and the both chapters are talking about Russia at the end of the world it's important because when Russia is destroyed then many prophetic events prophetic events are going to even more prophetic events are going to be set in motion the tribulation is going to begin Barack Obama will sign an agreement with the president with the Prime Minister of Israel so that America will not will promise not to invade Israel. America will not have any threats other than China. The Christians will know who the coming Antichrist is going to be. They will know that the seven year tribulation has begun. <clears throat> they'll know that the end of the seven years and uh, maybe three or four months later there'll be at the end of the tribulation the great tribulation there will be another 75 day period of time and in that next two and a half months roughly everything will be completed the scripture and the prophetic scripture is very clear but now I'm going to come back to this side of that Ezekiel war. Israel becoming a nation in 1948, 74 years ago. Israel, as a fig tree, that generation is not going to pass away. Eighty years plus before Christ returns, then that generation will begin to die off completely. But before the generation from the time of Israel becoming a nation will not die off until Christ comes. There will be 
baby boom generation people, Jewish and Gentile, their children, then their children will have children, there will be grandchildren. When their grandchildren begin to have children, then Christ's return is almost upon us. So, you had the children of Israel, the parents into the wilderness, the parents had children. And the children were having children, and it was the children plus their children went over the Jordan River back into the area of Israel to fulfill their prophecies. I'm presenting this to you. This is the way I see it from the biblical point of view. I'm, like Paul said in Corinthians, that he had heard there were divisions. And he said, and there has to be. There were contentions, grappling. And Christians are the funniest people. We are told by the, by the Lord that we are to contend, we are to wrestle, we are to grapple, we are to be involved in looking at what the Scripture says and finding out the true meaning. So you have Christian debate. And Christians, they see any... You, you, let's say that I were to have a debate over pre-trib, post-trib. So someone's going to talk about pre-trib, I'm going to talk about post-trib. And there's going to be some heated uh, dialogue. Well, the Christians, they start to hear any, any little bit of thing that makes them un, uneasy. and Well, that's divisive. That's divisive, and uh, you're in the flesh. And they go into their natural state of, well, you guys need to be one. You need to love each other. This is a bunch of hogwash. It's hogwash. I tell you this. It's, I've been part of this my whole Christian life. Well, brother, you just need to love brothers, and and you shouldn't talk about the. You shouldn't talk about you know. You don't. Why do you have to fight about this? The Pentecostal churches, that's one of their main things. They don't want to be doctrinally correct. The fundamentalists. They don't want to discuss gifts, callings, miracles, signs, and wonders. So you have a big clash. But what did Paul say? I hear that these contentions, I hear there is discussion. I hear there are arguments. Paul said, they have to happen. They must happen. It's good. Because you let each side talk, each individual talk, present his side, then you stand back and you let time go by and the ones that God approves will be made evident. It will be, they will be known. And the ones that are disapproved because of errant doctrine or theology or eschatology or their conduct will be known will be known. There is to be wrestling, grappling, and for Christians that 
can't handle it, you think it's in the flesh, you're mistaken. You think it's uh, it's something that Christ, he did the exact same thing with the Pharisees and Sadducees. Oh, well, Jesus was divisive. He didn't love. No. Get out of that thinking. More now than ever. The Christians that don't know theology and clear doctrine, you are going to be carried away in apostasy. And you don't know eschatology, where we are in time, you are going to be, you're going to be caught in hardships. And when the hardships come, you're going to blame the Lord for it. Well, God, had, I didn't know God would ever allow this. And I hate God, and I'm upset with God, and I'm turning, and I'm going to deny the faith. Well, you've just been caught in the trap of the devil. You didn't want to learn solid Doctrine, theology, eschatology. You didn't want to look at history. God says we are to wrestle. I'm presenting this to you. You don't have to believe it. I'm not expecting you, asking you, demanding you believe anything. I'm presenting it to you. It's your responsibility to see if these things are true. And then, as time goes on, we're going to see, is Barack Obama coming back? If he doesn't, then you know I was incorrect. But if he starts coming out of the gopher hole and coming out into the spotlight, which he loves, he can't stay out of the spotlight. He needs the cameras that is his narcissistic Achilles heel. He needs the cameras. He needs the audio. He needs the spotlight. He's coming back. You got to watch. I'm going to go back quickly to this matter of when I began the, the before I left the last segment. There is a time for all things under heaven. There is a time to have children. There is a time to not have children. This is I've been thinking about this for years and years and years. I've never talked about it I've, to a great degree. I have to talk about it now. To the Christian people, if you've been following the changes in this society, if you've been watching the way that we have changed um, how do I even phrase it the laws that are being passed and what has been happening to children via abortion and now excluding abortion the question is do you as parents do you get solo rights to your children or does the government have a hand in what happens to them you put them in public education are they your children 
Are they is public education going to teach them what you want them to believe and know and understand? I say that <clears throat> I know grandparents want grandchildren. There's a time for all things under heaven, time and a season. You may agree with me, disagree with me. It's okay. But I'm saying, this is not the season to have children. If I'm right, only you can determine that. But here's what Christ did say. Woe to those that are nursing. Woe to those that are pregnant in the time. Less than four years before His return. It's the last, the beginning of the Great Tribulation. And then you're going to have, after that Great Tribulation, you're going to have an additional 75 days. So you're going to have about 45 months, roughly, from the time of the Tribulation, the Great Tribulation beginning, to the wrapping up of all things, 44, 45 months. I say 44 and a half months, roughly. <coughs> you have children at that time, Christ said, Woe to you. Woe to you who are nursing. Woe to you who are pregnant. Pray that your flight don't that your flight isn't on the Sabbath. The Sanhedrin in Israel is going to restrict movement in Israel once again, just like in the Old Testament times, very, very legal. No movement on the Sabbath. Then, he said, pray that your flight and your traveling is not on in the winter. It's going to be difficult to travel in the winter. And then he said, and when you leave to get out of Jerusalem and Israel in that area, don't take anything with you. You've got to go by faith. You go back to get anything out of the house, you can get caught. That's natural Israel. I did have a testimony. I don't know if I should give it or not. I, I will say that if, if I had a regular assembly one thing I would do is I would find people that I know that are that are uh, credible that know how to give prophetic words. There's great power in people that are prophetic that know how to prophesy correctly. And I would <clears throat> have maybe, I don't know, maybe weekly, or I don't know. But if you wanted a prophetic word, I would have a team or teams of people that you could come to, they could pray over you, and see if God would have a word for you. Very powerful, especially presently. Good, solid, prophetic words 
are one of God's great ways to help his people. Paul said, I wish that they would all prophesy, meaning I wish they could all give. They had my spirit to give prophetic words. I went to uh, Texas. A brother wanted me, he felt I should go to a meeting that was being held in Dallas with a group of friends that I was with in the late 90s. And he felt so strongly he bought me a ticket. And I went down for three days. He paid for my flight down, back, meals, uh, motel room. He felt I should go. And I did. And there was a small group. They had about five or six tables. And you could go to one of the tables if you wanted to have a word spoken. And then a team of about three people would pray for you. And I thought, well, and I, I mean, I don't think, well, you know, I, that's the only way God's going to speak to me, so I better get hit all seven tables or six tables. I just felt I'm, I need to go. So I went and sat down and they prayed over me. They don't know me. They don't have any idea as to who I am. I had a name tag. But they sat down and began to pray. And a sister, they prayed for three, three or four minutes. They're just praying, asking the Lord to show them. And when they finished the prayer, a sister said, she said, uh, you know, brother, I saw you on a on the ocean in a boat. And I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me to tell you to captain your ship. Well, I knew what that I didn't know what that meant. She says, you need to captain your ship. Well, I knew what it meant was, in what I was doing, I needed to take more control and give my life more direction. And this was like 1999, I believe. It would be two years later that I would begin my ministry. Roughly two years later. Then I realized that the Lord had given me that word for the time in 1999, but he was telling me, I already knew that at some point I would have a ministry. I just didn't know when. But then in 2001, when I started my ministry, then that word came alive. And the Lord told me, Captain, I've given you a work. It's like a ship. It's going to be on the ocean. There's going to be treacherous water. There's going to be reefs. Captain your ship. Keep your ship in open water. Protect your life from Satan's plans for you to come to harm you. We'll be back. We're going to finish out this hour. Rick Rodriguez, 1360KHNC.com for podcasts.
This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Hello, this is Daniel from A&D Design. We stopped by today to let you know that we have kitchen and bathroom cabinets. These are soft-closed, full-overlay cabinets with full-extension rails made of plywood. You can contact us at 303-968-6678, and Cyrus has our website. You can find more information on our website at andcabinetdesign.com. That's andcabinetdesign.com. And again, just call me, 303-968-6678. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. Hey, folks, the Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. So that uh, prophetic word that that sister gave me in Texas, when she told me, Captain, your ship, then two years later I would begin my ministry, and people that get their their uh, commercial 
licenses captains of ships they have to know they have to they they know how to study the weather where the reefs are how to stay out of treacherous water and this really has been what has happened with me and I in that word I realized that I needed to keep my ship out away from shore away from danger and to observe the atmosphere to observe the weather and it has been a um, a good word if I had an assembly I would find people that had that ability and I would oversee so that these people could give God's children prophetic words and it, they help direct people maybe in their future but definitely for what may be happening in their present and um, there's another testimony I might give after the top of the hour it was about I talked to a, a friend this week and it was about well it, it pertained to the year that I got married and what the Holy Spirit had done to show me my future and with that it actually feathers into decisions I would make in the future especially concerning children I made I made uh, give you that testimony after the top of the hour God is speaking all all the time we can't hear all the time he's speaking on different frequencies like am fm frequencies the bands he's speaking but we're not hearing he's revealing things to us but we can't see and this is a time where god's children need to see clearly and hear clearly and have the comprehension of what god is saying in what i presented in the first hour there's 14 presidents from the time that israel became a nation there will be 14 American, different American presidents until Christ's return. The first American president, it began with, Harry, with, with Truman, Harry Truman. It will end with Barack Obama. 14 generations. And there's, we're in the 13, not generations, 13 presidents, 14 presidents. We are now ending the administration of the 13th president donald trump join me for one more hour a few minutes rick rodriguez by now you know how good cbd can be for you but here's some things cbd can't help you with those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring gay frogs or racist cows climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Saturday was the 10th straight red flag fire warning day in much of Colorado. Evacuations remaining in place overnight near the High Park fire still burning in Teller County, but it's about 10% contained now. The fire's been burning since Thursday and has consumed about one and a half square miles. The news is better in the southwest, progress being made on the Ute Pass fire near Durango. Evacuation and pre-evacuation orders have been lifted because after burning about 30 acres, that place is some 50% contained this morning. Forecasters say the state's getting a break from fire danger this Sunday. There are no red flag warnings in effect around the state. Winds calming significantly overnight. There is said to be a cool front coming through Colorado in the next week that should drop our temperatures to a more mild range. Meteorologists looking for the potential of actual rain as well. Hundreds of demonstrators gathered at the Colorado Capitol in Denver Saturday, part of a nationwide day of action among Americans who support abortion rights. They were responding to that leaked draft of the Supreme Court's apparent impending move to overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. If and probably when that change is made, anyone seeking to end a pregnancy would immediately become unable to do so in 13 states. 26 of them would plan to ban abortion shortly after such a decision. In Colorado, though, nothing would change other than women and girls coming here from other states. The rights a woman has under Roe v. Wade were formerly a by a new state law just a few months ago. Colorado and Brandy Mello says that's a good thing. I used my body to give birth when I wanted to give birth, when I wanted to have children. You know, no one told me that I could or couldn't or when I should have a baby or not, and I want my daughter to have that same right. The Supreme Court claims its draft is not a final opinion, but the official ruling making a final is expected to be one of the last things the justices have to say at the end of their current term next month. In sports, the Rockies scored 10 runs Saturday against the Kansas City Royals for a second straight game. This time it wasn't in vain with the loss. Six of the Colorado scores came on homers, the final 10-4. The Avalanche is well-rested after its initial sweep over Nashville in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. They take on the St. Louis Blues in the second round either Monday or Tuesday. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums, take a scenic hike, horseback ride, or bike ride. Enjoy an array of lounging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com. Get your West on. Have you discovered life in the passenger seat with modern amenities, big discounts for seniors, and door-to-door service options? Oh, public transit is not what it used to be. Comfortably travel across the state or just across town while enjoying Wi-Fi, the view, and the stress-free experience. Caretakers can ride at no additional cost. Learn how easy it is to give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. 
We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Welcome to the third hour, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Uh, appreciate you uh, being with me. Uh, hopefully you were able to stay for the three hours. If you can't, you can go to the podcasts. If you have access to a computer, you can go to the podcasts that are on 1360khnc.com. And then when it opens up, go all the way down to the bottom on that main web, on, on the main site. Drop down to the bottom, hit the podcast section. And then that'll open up all of the previous programs going all the way back to the beginning of my programs. If you go to the search engine and just say podcasts, you may get five programs in the past. You may not get all of them. But if you go to the website, Drop down to the bottom where it says podcasts, hit that, then go to the Olive Tree Ministry. I'm down at the bottom. I've been here one of the longer programs. Then you can get every program going back to, uh, I don't think, I'm trying to remember when I began. I don't remember. A year and a half, two years? Uh, either way, that's where you can go. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box, 872 Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I am going to have to expand my ministry. And um, I have thought about it for a while. I've been working to move that direction. But I think that I feel that the Lord is telling me that there are things I can do to get a, a wider audience. Not that I'm wanting a bigger audience. That's not my objective. The, my objective is that in the prophetic world, 
with the matter of eschatology. There, I have, I, I feel to have a bigger audience to present things to help the believers change their view. And um, so I'm saying, I guess, I guess you could say I'm saying that I'm, I'm pretty accurate on what I'm presenting. If I don't study what I'm presenting, I, I don't, st- I don't present it. I research. I go over and over and over. I look through the whole scripture. I am very careful in what I present because the only thing I have really is my credibility. That's really all I have. So I have to be careful. But even more importantly, if you study what the scripture says about the prophets of Israel and the hardships that will come to them, if they're false prophets. It's a very serious matter, not just in time, but eternally. The Lord Jesus said that he would have prophets at the end of the world. And they would be ordained by him, put in positions to affect either a macro or a micro world, called by God, appointed the hand of God and the spirit of God would be upon them and God will do nothing till he reveals his plans his counsels to his servants the prophets every every Christian has intuitive ability has prophetic ability now not every Believer is called to the office of a prophet. In the fundamental churches, many of them, they do not believe that the administrations of apostle, prophet, these administrations uh, are, uh, they, they figure that the, they say that these offices ended with the apostles. I say they're incorrect. They don't understand Go to Revelation chapter 18. The apostles, there will be apostles at the end of the world, at the time of a great empire, Babylon the Great. Babylon the Great will be be uh, involved in martyring, murdering them, as well as prophets, as well as the saints, as well as all who were slain upon the earth. It's in Revelation 18. This wasn't about Iraq. 3,000 years ago. This is about America today. I have presented to pastors throughout since the 80s, early 80s, when the Lord gave me the revelation about America being Babylon the Great to the end of the world. I have presented this to pastors and uh, through that whole period of time. They don't, they it was uh, something that was just not important. Well, it's important now. And, again, pastors were... Ne- the, the church was not put in the hands of the pastors. They were to work with the ones who were the, <clears throat> the great over... 
the great overseers of the body that God appointed, ordained to positions as far as apostleship. There are apostles. There are true apostles. There are false apostles. They are so wannabe apostle prophet uh, women and husband teams. No, there's no such thing as a woman apostle. It's doctrinally, uh, and, you know, God has set his ways in the Old Testament. He established certain principles that he didn't change in the New Testament because we are born again. There were, there were never any women who were rabbis. And many, uh, many in the women in the prophetic world, they say, well, Deborah, Deborah was a prophet. She was a civil servant. She worked with the prophet. But she was a civil servant. There's a big difference. Yes, there are women that have prophetic ability. I can tell you, I know that as a fact. Because I have had sisters through the years that have been part of my life and my, my family. Uh, the life, my life and my, the life of my family. Family members. And they are very, very accurate in the things that they have presented to me. They would call me up and say, I think I had the Lord gave me a word for you. And I, I listen. And I, I'm, I realize that, okay, I need to really pay attention. One sister gave me a verse. She, or gave, she gave me a word. She said, Brother, Ezekiel chapter, was it 9, 10, and 11? This is where the Spirit lifted off of the temple. And I went ahead and began to read those. She said, I believe the Lord wants me to tell you to read these chapters. Ezekiel 9, 10, and 11. And I went over them, over them, over them, over them, over them, over them. And I realized this was the Holy Spirit showing me that He is going to lift His Spirit off of the men in this country that have not been faithful to them. He's going to lift His Spirit off of them. And He is going to choose the people that are going to give direction to the body of Christ. And I hope there are some out there that are thinking, oh, I'm one of these people. No, no, don't assume you are one of those people. You make sure the Holy Spirit tells you you are one of those people. I know the, the thinking of prophets. Prophets always want to be involved in the move of God. And generally they are. But you have to be directed by the Holy Spirit into where you are to operate and how you are to operate. And then you realize, you have to realize, okay, what, as a, in my prophetic ability, what is the strength? What are the weaknesses? What am I allowed to do? What am I forbidden to do? Because by nature, Everybody wants to be great. Well, Satan will use that natural natural desire and he will destroy the individual and everybody else around that individual. <clears throat> if I had a, a, an assembly, I would 
tried to have a group of people that could give prophetic words to people. Um, I know that as I'm mentioning that the prophetic words and how powerful they can be, I'm going to go ahead and give you another testimony. In 1976, I had a brother. I was living in Huntington Beach. My assembly was there. It was right at, I think, Easter, that vicinity. And uh, one night, a brother told me that, he said, Brother, if you don't get married, it was a Sunday night after a Lord's table. He says, Brother, if you don't get married, you can't go on with the Lord. I've told the story before. I began to laugh. I thought that was hilarious. We were we bunked together. There were four of us in the room. I had the bottom bunk. And I laughed and laughed. I thought that is that is bizarre. And then I I after a while I stopped laughing after about two or three minutes. I said, Ed, Ed. I said, Are you serious about that? And his head came over the edge of the bunk like you'd hang a I don't know, a sheet. And he just said, I don't know, brother. Am I uh, I don't know. And I said, are you serious? He goes, I don't know, am I? Well, it shook me. And I remember falling asleep thinking about that. In the morning, we were getting ready for to go to work, and he was having a cup of coffee, and I remembered. And I started laughing again. I went over and said, Ed, you mean, did, did you mean what you said last night about if I don't get married, I can't go on with the Lord? And he's stirring his coffee. He stopped stirring. He looked at me in the eye, and he says, I don't know, brother. Was I? I said, were you kidding? He goes, I don't know, brother, was I? And it shook me. And it was the next week at the Lord's table. I'm sitting three, four rows back, and we sit in a circle. And uh, uh, it was the end of the meeting, the Lord's table. People were given testimonies, and a sister stood up, and she started praising the Lord, and she was excited, and she was... And I, somebody, one of the, one of the uh, younger brothers sitting behind me, young Christian, I guess, said, "Hey, do you think she'd make a good wife?" And I turned around to, act to kind of, I think, what is he talking about? I turned around to, to ask him, brother, what are you talking about? Well, there's nobody behind me. I'm going. Well, seats are empty. Who said that? I thought, well, that's weird. But I started watching this sister, and I thought, huh. I just had the thought again. Would she make a good wife? And I thought, well, she's attractive. She's, uh, I mean, everything, it seemed to be, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But then she wasn't, she was kind of small. She was maybe five, oh, I don't know, four, I don't know, five, five thin and I said wow Lord I don't think so I don't think she'd be a match for me why not (coughs) because I like to camp I like to hike I can be kind of a rough person Um, no I think she's too tender I think I would probably crush her too much I, I would I'd probably nope nope she's just too tender so that that ended that. So I thought, no, she's not a match. 
And we had been talking, the brother, the brother in the main ministry had been talking about how God would bring all of these animals before Adam, and Adam would name each animal. And then, when he finished bringing these animals before Adam, Adam looked around and he didn't see a match. There wasn't anyone for him. This is when God put him to sleep and took a rib and created Eve. Well, in that principle, I said, No, Lord, this girl, this sister's not a match. Then another sister stood up. She's about six, about almost six foot. She's a little taller. She's still thin. But she likes to hike. She rides a bike. She's in shape. She would be great camping, outdoorsy. And I'm thinking about it. She's going to UC Irving, or she's going to the college there, the university. And her parents are college educated. They're successful in business. She's uh, her last year of school. They're very wealthy. And I started thinking about that, and I thought, well, we get along good. I like her. She likes me. We're good friends. Uh, yeah, there's a match. But then I said, no, Lord, there's no match. I did have some college education, but I realized that wasn't the way I was to go in life. And I went ahead and <clears throat> went into the office and, and uh, signed out. I said, she's coming from a very back, she's a wealthy background. They're successful people. Um, my background, uh, you know, I'm just a, just a common guy. I'm just a guy that likes to, you know, I'm just a regular guy. I don't come from a wealth, education like they have. I said, no, Lord, because her parents would have a lot of expectations and they would want me to finish my education, and they would want me to be successful like them, and no, there's no match. So I thought, well, okay, good. And I'm sitting there still, the meeting's going on, and another sister stood up that I knew. She was Asian from Berkeley, and she'd come down to southern Colorado to go to school. And this time, the voice didn't have to ask me, would she make a good wife? And we got along well. I knew her for a year and a half. We were really good friends. We'd pray together. It was just fantastic. But because of her culture, I realized that she's very, very uh, tight with the with the uh, Chinese Asian community. And I realized, no, it just the cultures, it wouldn't be a match. So with that, I left it. Then the Lord spoke to me and said, Whoever you marry better be tough. The person you marry had better be solid, tough, better be psychologically strong, because your future is going to be very difficult. Well, I thought, huh. And I realized, I knew the Lord when he speaks to me. I knew that that was a good word. And the Lord said, you're going to marry somebody because she's going to have to be, be able to travel with you because I'm going to take you places that are going to be difficult and she's going to have to have that kind of psychological makeup. Well, four years later, five years later, uh, I remembered that. And one day I told my wife, I said, honey, I forgot to tell you that 
that that one Sunday night after those, I had that situation with these sisters where I had to make a decision, would they were they going to match? And I told the Lord, none of them matched. The Lord after that told me, whoever I married is going to have to be psychologically strong because where God is going to take me is going to be very difficult. And we'd had some difficulty already. And she said, well, why didn't you tell me that when we got married? Because if you'd have told me that then, I probably wouldn't have married you. But she she started laughing. She says, no, I would have. But that had been a good word. Then the sister in Dallas in 1999 gives me that word, Captain, your ship. Because in the ocean, it's going. you're going to have treacherous water. Life is going to be, there's going to be danger. You're going to fight things in the air. You're going to fight things on the, on the sea. You're going to fight things under the sea. The words that God has given me have been good. And with that, I know that when hardships come, stay the course. Continue. Don't stop. Stay, stay focused. These words God has for all of His children, especially now, as we're going into the hardest time ever in the history of mankind. It's already begun. People that have people around them that can give them prophetic words that are from God, not from a person's soul, not from his flesh, but spiritual words from God are, are really an important part of the Christian experience. These words that God spoke to me, they have been accurate and they have all tied into each other all through my years. And now many of them are still working in a, in a very powerful way. This is why I stated I feel that I may have to expand my ministry a little bit. Uh, I don't know exactly what that means. I have ideas, but I'm exploring. I won't do anything without the counsel of the Lord. The devices in a man's heart. Uh, uh, we have many devices in a man's heart. We have many devices. We have many plans. We have many objectives. We have desires. But the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. There are, many there are many devices in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord, that will stand. So, with what I'm presenting prophetically, I'm not giving you a prophetic word. I'm giving you a prophecy. I'm telling you, I believe you cannot convince me otherwise. There will be 14 presidents of the United States of America, and then America will be destroyed. And the 14th president will destroy this country. He will, in Revelation chapter 17, the end of the chapter, he will work with these other 10 horns and they will destroy this country. The first president was Harry Truman. The last president, Barack Obama. 14 presidents, just like in Matthew 1, 17. There were 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 generations from David to the carrying away of, in Babylon, when they got carried away into Babylon, 14 generations from Babylon, the carrying away into Babylon to the time of Christ. 14, 14, 14. 14 presidents of the United States 
and then judgment will come on the United States. There are 13 presidents pre presently, Donald Trump being still number 13. In Israel, there are 13 different men that have been the prime ministers of Israel. The present 13th prime minister is Natalie Bennett. I, there's going to be another president after Natalie. I believe the next person that will take over for Israel may be the person that signs the agreement <clears throat> with Barack Obama that will start the tribulation. Prophetic words, insight prophetically. I prophesying to you, this is how I see it. Now you have to look at it. Earlier in the week, the Lord gave me uh, verses out of John uh, James. Does any man need wisdom? Ask, and God will give you the wisdom that you need. The church, God's children, the family of God, you need wisdom more now than you've ever needed in your life prior to this time. You need wisdom more than ever. Wisdom is not just a insight into this or that. No, no. Wisdom is a living person. It is God Himself. He is wisdom. You need God and the wisdom that this God can give you more than ever before. Ever. King Solomon said, Lord, God said, ask me, ask of me what your request is. Solomon thought about it, thought about it, said, Lord, I need wisdom to rule this great and mighty people. This is what you need. You need wisdom in the little micro world or macro world that you're in with your family, with your children, whether you be a, 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 a wife, a husband, a, a young girl, a young man. You need wisdom like never before. You have to have God as your wisdom. He is wisdom. He will bring fear to you. And that fear is the best thing you can have in today's world. We'll be back. Rick Rodriguez. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Warning! Warning! The person calling you has the coronavirus. The person calling you is infected with the coronavirus. Do not pick up. The virus is airborne and will travel through the ether wirelessly from phone to phone, thus infecting your phone. Save yourself and others around you. You will die if you answer this call. Do not pick up or you will be infected with the coronavirus. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. <laughs> 
January 22nd saw northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. The new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center, located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Hey folks, the Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. Watch my sins away. So, as we finish out this final 30 minutes, I don't want to put you in a state of depression, but not, not, that's not the purpose of the programs. The purpose of the program is to do what the Holy Spirit stated needs to be done. Amos 3.7 Surely the Lord God will do nothing until he reveals his plans, his intentions, the directions that he's going to take the world, till he speaks to his prophets, his servants, he won't do anything. It is a responsibility of the men called to prophetic positions to, number one, be faithful, number two, be accurate or accurate and faithful, number three, to know when the time is right to present things because if if you're in a, in a in danger it's the it's the right time if the danger is at a distance it, it's a while off well you have a little bit of time to you have you have a little fudge time little time to think about it. I've had time to think about it. I've had time to consider it. But now, there's no time left. Now I I can't consider when I've been considering this type of a program 
for I don't know how long. But now the Lord has given me the counsel. It is time. My people need to know. Once you present it to them, it's not in your hands. It's in their hands. Once it's in their hands, they have to seek me and look, study, consider, pray to see if what I'm presenting to you is true. I present to the best of my ability, which sometimes we don't have the ability. It's like with prayer. Sometimes we don't know how to pray as we should. We just don't know how to pray. But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Sometimes it just has to be God. We don't know what to pray. I try to present clearly, but then I go back and I listen to the program and I begin to criticize. I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. Well, it's okay. I realize that the Holy Spirit has a way when I should have, He does. I could have, but it's not in my hands. I present as clearly as possible, then it, the Lord is the one who takes care of the rest. But at least you get the main idea. With the matter of wisdom, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I'm afraid that the body of Christ in this country, overall, not all, most, the great majority, the bulk, do not fear God. The mass, the most, the bulk, almost a great percentage are not even concerned about where we are in time. Satan, you you can't... Satan is a very powerful creature. He's very, very... I mean, uh, I don't even, even know how to explain it. He's an adversary. And he knows how to deceive. And he knows how to blind the eyes and the minds of people. And this is why there is such a great apostasy in the United States of America within the evangelical churches. There is an apostasy. The Apostle Paul said there would be great apostasy at the end of the age. It is not coming. It is here. It has been upon us. It is increasing. It is powerful. But in the whole body, in the whole family of God, the Holy Spirit is faithful. There are those that have not bowed the knee to Baal, that have not embraced Baal, Baal that have not kissed Baal. There are those that God's hand is upon. We pray, we need to pray that His hand would be upon us. Don't be ashamed to ask God, please, 
I want you, I want to be part of that crowd that your spirit is upon. Don't be ashamed to pray that. Pray it, believing, believing that if you ask, God will answer your prayer. Don't think, you know, and once you pray, you pray believing, no matter what, you stay the course. You continue. There will be a residue. And all of the very best that God has, He dispenses to all of His children. But the vital, the vital, what is the, what is the most vital to God's remnant residue people will reach them. The whole world, the interstate, give you an example, for you overcomer children of God, the interstates are for you. The resources are for you to keep you alive, to keep you moving, to help you make your appointments in Christ, to take you, get you to where you need to be so you can affect the world that you're, you're to affect. Everything is for you. The great miracles are for you. Yes, the miracles for the whole body, but there are miracles that you need that must reach you. Pray for those miracles. You may not even know the name. Just pray. Mercy, tender mercies, great mercies of God are for you. All that Christ is, is directed at His overcomer children, those that are desiring to be victorious. Everything. The visits, the great, important, mighty visits of God that you need to have with Him are important. They're vital. The visits I have with the Holy Spirit are vital. I sit down to study and I'm just faithful. And a lot of times, I'll be honest with you, I don't want to sit down and study. I want to take a break. I want to do whatever. But I'm faithful to at least sit down in the few minutes or the micro, the, the mass, the, the, the time that I'm with, I'm, I'm studying, that's when the Holy Spirit will come. And I, He reveals things <clears throat> that I didn't see. It's always like that. I've thought about this matter of concern, concerning <clears throat> the, the riddle of the seven kings. This riddle of these seven kings in Revelation chapter 17, verse 10. This riddle is profound. It is deep. It is intricate. It is powerful. Each king did something for the kingdom of darkness by himself. Jimmy Carter as the first of the seven kings, he did some evil in his administration to further the kingdom of darkness. Ronald Reagan furthered it even more. I, give, I have given over the last three years an example. 
And I use a hurricane as an example. These seven kings, the final seven kings, plus the eighth king, you can liken it to a hurricane. And Jimmy Carter was the depression that initially began to take the winds up to 35, 40, 50 miles an hour. 40 miles, just the first, the first part of the hurricane. With Ronald Reagan, hurricane winds increased. George Bush Jr., they increased more. By the time of Barack Obama, you had full hurricane winds. What had happened in this country economically with the laws uh, just I don't have time to discuss all of it. But we were in as a nation if, if that administration would have continued with Hillary Clinton you basically get, you get the idea the destruction destruction upon this society would have been it would have been great tribulation way ahead of time <coughs> before it's time Donald Trump was the eye of the hurricane when he became president the winds calmed the skies opened up you got sunshine once again there was the reprieve that was needed for this society <clears throat> prophecy had to be fulfilled but there needed to be some reprieve but I stated in these programs once Donald Trump leaves office once he is no longer in the Oval Office <clears throat> the hurricane winds were going to resume they would once again begin to pick up and the destroying wind would once again resume upon the nation of America and the nations of the world it would not just be isolated to the country it would be a wind that would affect the world just like all these previous presidents affected foreign policy, national policy, after Trump was basically being removed, he would continue a short space. The winds would pick up again. We've seen that exact scenario occur. We haven't seen the winds that are going to come in the future. For God's people, the change, if any, will, that will come to this nation, we cannot, I had written down in my notes last night, there came a time with Egypt. Egypt prophecies had to be fulfilled. And there had to come a time when Egypt as a empire would be destroyed. And it would be destroyed when Moses went in and brought the children of Israel out and when they were crossing the Red Sea 
that empire was destroyed. Then, later on, there would be uh, Babylon. As great as that nation was, according to the prophecies in the Scripture, the punishment, the destruction, had to come Excuse me, to Babylon. Prophecy had to be fulfilled. The children of Israel had to return to their homeland. And sure enough, that nation ended as an empire. It went on into history without any, no longer an empire, no longer an authority in the world. Then you had Assyria. They would come in and afflict Israel. They would go on into the trash bin of history, I guess you want to say. Then you had Rome. Rome came in through prophecies. And Rome eventually had her demise also. America is no different. America as a nation in prophecy Become, became and has become a great empire, but eventually, according to the prophetic word, because of Israel, once again, Babylon the Great at the end of the world will be punished and be destroyed forever. We can't change it, but we are to know what's coming so we can see things from God's perspective through the prophetic word so that we know what to expect. So that as we see things coming, then the decisions we make will make with a little we'll be a little more careful. We won't be so hasty. In James it said, Don't say let's say that you're going to invest. Don't say that you're going to go into a distant city, take your investment and buy and sell, and over the course of the year, make a profit. Don't say that. Say, rather, if the Lord will, you'll go into another city, make an investment, and make a profit. If the Lord will. Presently, the principle with God's children is you have the Holy Spirit. He knows your tomorrow, your next week, your next month. I would ask you to invite Him into the decisions you're making. Invite Him in. Say, Lord, this is what I feel to do. What do you say? I was getting ready to purchase possibly a vehicle here a couple of weeks ago. But I gave it to the Lord. The Lord said, no. The vehicles you have are just fine. No sense pursuing it. And it has freed me up. I didn't need another vehicle. It was a little newer. But God knows. Invite the Holy Spirit into the decisions you're going to make. Invite him in. See what he says has to say about everything. We're in a, a time now. If what I presented to you today in these three, pro, these three hours is true, then the decisions you make 
are going to affect you in a very negative way if it's not under the direction of the Holy Spirit with wisdom. But if you make decisions, move as the Holy Spirit directs you, I promise you His counsel will stand. What He directs you to do is going to stand the winds, the floods, the rains that are coming. One more, one more short period. Rick Rodriguez for President of the Altar Tree Ministry. We'll be right back. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church of 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street, Pinstripe, Bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. The P.E. Gun Show, May 28th and 29th, is located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearm drawings sponsored by Elijah Hatch, running for Weld County Commissioner at Large. With CCW classes, food all weekend, and thousands of fellow patriots, it's a great way to spend the day. For info, see PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Hey, my name's Jariah with Performance Restoration Dent Repair. We're a family-run business located in downtown Longmont. We specialize in hail repair, door dings, creases, large dent repair, and ceramic coatings. If you're interested, give us a call at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com. Again, call us at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com.
Well, that three hours, it went by quickly. So here we are at the end of the program. I'll give out my contact information one more time. It is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for the Olive Tree Ministry. And then during the week, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3, The Present Truth. Also, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. I am planning to, like I say, expand to reach a little bit more of an audience. I don't know exactly what that means. I'm not doing anything without the counsel of the Lord. Because if I do anything without His counsel, it's not going to pass the test of time. It's going to be futile. It's going to be vain. It's going to be fruitless. There'll be no fruit from it. But with His counsel, it will be established. With His counsel, what He decides counsel of the Lord that shall stand and uh, if you would like to assist me financially then I would appreciate it and that you can send uh, uh, assistance to 1360 I'm sorry not to the station send it to the Olive Tree Ministry P.O. Box 872 Longmont Colorado 80502 and prayers I do need prayers. I need prayers. I'm not going to lie to you. For protection. Body, soul, and spirit. I need protection. Also, I need. I ask for prayer. For uh, pray in the soul. Don't pray in the soul. Don't pray in the flesh. Pray in the spirit. With the direction, week to week, uh, I do need wisdom of God. I do need wisdom. Pray that I have wisdom and knowledge and understanding, protection, assistance as I need it. God is God is good. God is faithful. And I pray also for you that the God, this God, that you have believed into, may He grant to you all of His great, infinite love, protection, wisdom, the very, very best for you from His wonderful, mighty, holy hand. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez. Have a wonderful week. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown,